Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast, where we talk about spirituality, business, and life experiences. In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you. We believe that it's through discussion, action, and reflection that true change occurs. to episode 173, The Power of Having Uncomfortable Conversations. This episode went a little bit longer today because we got deep into this topic. You're definitely going to want to listen if you're someone that's experienced it yourself or you've held back or you've found that other people have held back you're going to want to watch this. Uh, I just want to let you know that our 90 day business mastermind, the new group is coming up. So if you want to apply for our May group, go to lindsaymarino.com and click on the learn with Lindsay tab and you will see the 90 day business mastermind there. The other thing that I want to let you know, the doors are closing soon for my mediumship membership, mediumship mastery circle. So those will be closing next week. So go to lindsaymarino.com and click on the learn with Lindsay tab and you'll see it there too. We hope you enjoy the show. Hi guys, welcome back. Today's episode is all about the power of having those uncomfortable conversations. And this is a huge one. Um, We've had conversations together and then also the conversation behind the conversation. I would say the past like two to three years, it's been the topic that we've had this talk of the importance of that when we, it comes to relationships. Yeah, definitely. It plays out in our work, which we'll get into that, but definitely on a relationship basis, if you have a husband or wife or a partner or somebody that you live with, I think that's huge. Like you said, over the years, we've yeah. really focused on whenever they're like, whenever we're annoyed with each other and you could feel like there's tension. Yes. That's the sign that it's like, okay, we need to talk about something. Mm-hmm. And half the time, like looking back, at first, I don't even realize what it is at first. Yeah. I'm like, what do, what's annoying me? And then we'll sit down at our table and we'll start talking. And an hour later, after we work it out, it's like, I remember saying, I feel so much lighter now. Like, I feel better. Yeah. I'm not annoyed with you anymore. And I think that's huge. That's been yeah. like a huge thing that's really helped us like grow together and communicate better. Definitely. Because it's easy if you go through your life and you're... You're not even knowing and asking the questions, why am I annoyed, you know? And it could be your partner, it could be friendships, it could be, you know, people you work with that getting these conversations out is going to free up some space because what happens is, is if you don't have those conversations, and I've seen it, I've seen it happen to me um, personally, what happens is, is it builds up over time and then there's some sort of drastic like cutoff, you know, with friendships or anything like that. So if you're not speaking up, that is really hindering what's supposed to happen. And then it becomes even more drastic instead of just having the simple conversation. Yeah, definitely. it could be asking questions too, like, hey, is something going on? Like, is something bothering you? Is, is, Is there something coming up that you want to share with me? Is something at the root of why you're acting this way? Yeah, that's a huge thing. Like if you don't have these uncomfortable conversations, it leaves, you start to have resentment inside of yourself. Yeah. And it starts to build up and it compounds over time and you, it creates anxiety within your own body first. But then with that individual person, whoever you're not having the conversation with, you start to have resentment towards them. And yeah, there's a lot of people out there to where they're like this. 
You know, yeah. it's like on the outside, it seems like they're being real. But then like, if you look at their life, you're like, wait, why does, why do they keep having like different friends yeah. and why do they have to keep cutting off people? And you, you analyze it a little more. Well, it's because they're not having those conversations. They're not saying exactly how they feel. And you know, I've done this too over the years. Like I yeah. used to be such a huge people pleaser and it still comes comes back and it tries to come up in my life because I've always wanted everyone to like me and all of this and the people please pleaser in me it would stop me from controversy I read a study one time I forget exactly what the percentage was but it was like a majority of people avoid conflict like they mm -hmm. avoid controversy so they just pile it up inside of themselves and they just swallow their words yes and this is the thing when it comes to um, people that say like, I hate conflict, they're actually the most dangerous people yeah. to be around, literally. The, and that's a very strong statement for me to say, but before me and you have this conversation, I just wanna to talk to the people, to you listening, that the most dangerous person that you can be in a relationship, whether it's romantic or friendship, coworkers, is the person that is afraid of controversy because those are the people that are not willing to have the conversations and they think a conversation is controversial and it's not it's communicating feelings and this has been a huge eye-opening thing for me the past three years i've noticed it show up in my life where i was being very blunt and like hey like this is what i'm feeling or this is what i'm noticing and i was the speaker and there might have been one person that spoke up and shared, I agree. But then as a whole, they didn't say it to the other people. Mm -hmm. So it made it seem like I was the one speaking the truth and I was the bad guy by saying it. And they thought that they were keeping the peace, but they were starting a war in themselves. They were starting a war in the group just by not speaking up. And it causes a lot of confusion when it comes to relationships. But it made me see a part of myself that has come out over the years in the past where I would maybe be like you were sharing like the people pleaser, like maybe I shouldn't say anything because it will ruffle feathers, you know? So seeing these mirrors put up in my face of these different situations that have come up over the past three years when I was speaking my truth was like, wow, I don't want to go down that road again of not speaking up because for me, Speaking up is speaking up in integrity, and it depends how you do it, you know? Speaking up and sharing honestly, it can be very powerful, and it doesn't have to be loud, it doesn't have to be, you know, um, aggressive, it's just sharing truth. And that, that's your job, like, for you to think, like, what, who do I want to be in this world? Do I wanna share truth, or do I wanna hold back and kinda keep it bottled up? Because it will build up um, as resentment over time. That that's what happens, and then you know relationships are confused. Like, wait, why all of a sudden do you not want to speak? You know what is happening? And it's like all this these stories that were created without asking those questions. Assuming. Assuming. So for me, I'm a questioner. Like, hey, I'm noticing something different. Something is something happening. I can't pull things out of people but I can do my part and ask the questions or I can do my part by sharing. So something to think about, do you have dangerous people in your life that are afraid of, of controversial um, conversations? And I'm saying controversial because that's, that's the term that I'm afraid of controversy, but really I'm afraid of having the deep conversations. 
it's not necessarily controversial conversations. It's, I'm afraid of speaking about my feelings. And are you one of those people or have you been? We all have at some point. So think about that too. Yeah, and definitely. And here, just to prove it real quick, think about who are my friends? Who are my people that I'm closest to? And you'll realize that those same people are the ones that you had fights with over the years, or the ones that you are voicing how you feel, that you can be yourself in front of them. And this isn't about like being a drama queen all the time. If you're a drama queen or drama queen, you're, that's what you are. It's not about that. It's just about like when you feel that tension build up, yeah. or like you were saying, if you feel something's off, you're like, wait, instead of assuming and making up these stories, because our mind does that, it'll make up a million stories and it seems real because that's the power of how the brain works mm -hmm. it's like whatever we believe and if you keep telling that same story over and over it starts to seem real to you but instead of allowing that to go down just ask a question just just be like and another thing too is the people and the times that i did explode on people is whenever i held things in yeah it's whenever i would hold things in and that's that's another common thread to this too is like if you are the type of person to where you are holding things in it's a ticking time bomb and eventually it will come out and it won't come out effectively. But if you practice over the days, over the weeks, over the years, like especially in a romantic relationship, someone you're living with, yeah. um, you know, speaking about it before it builds, 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 it actually becomes a lot easier. Oh yeah, we it's actually call way each easier other, to go through. We call each other out all the time, like all the time, it always happens. and. And I don't know if that happened at the beginning, like where we would call each other out because we weren't maybe aware of we things aware. in the same way. Yeah. Um, but, and at that point, nothing would annoy us of each other. I mean, I was we 24, in... 25 when I met you and you were 20 something, you know? Yeah. We were, that's, I, to me, that's it's a big difference between 30 something and 20 right. something. Like you grow up a lot and that's what happened is we realized like the power of being vulnerable, the power of saying your truth. But also the other thing that changed with us too was the more um, you grow your intuitive nature and mm -hmm. you practice spirituality, there there are more problems that can come up at the beginning. Like you have to work through those because they, they do kind of roll off your shoulder at different points through the spiritual growth, but you're also a human. So it becomes really difficult and there's yeah. difficult patches where like me and Tony will be sitting in a room, not saying anything. We could be watching TV. And if one of us is hungry or in an annoyed mood without saying anything, like, what's wrong with you? Why are you bringing that energy into the space? <laughs> and nobody's saying anything. It's like, I didn't even say nothing. I'm sorry, I'm not perfect. <laughs> are you pretending that you're talking back to me? We do this to well, each that's other, what you're though. thinking, right? Like, no, you're thinking that. No, it's true. We do it to each other, though. Like, I'm like, no, no, you gotta, like, you got to bring that energy into another room at this point. And he might just be tired coming from, you know, home from something. And he's just tired. And I'm like, what's wrong? He's like, nothing. I'm just sitting and watching TV. So you can feel that. Uh, and it goes vice versa. It's not just me saying that to you. you. You've done that to me too. So especially on road trips, because we have road trips together. So we have a lot of fun. We have really good conversations. But then there's also times where... We could be at the last leg of our trip and we're exhausted and we're hungry and we can feel each other's energy, you know? And I think that Romeo is a good um, like thermometer for us because if for some reason one of us isn't in that good energetic state, like good, um, he'll literally get up and walk away. 
He goes you know? towards the light, or the thing that's the lightest. <laughs> he's like, whatever feels lighter, I'm he'll, going he'll towards. He'll sit on that person's lap, or he'll go to another room, and he'll just, like, he'll leave. We're like, okay. So so if we're not speaking up and saying something that we're feeling, Romeo will walk and, and do his thing, and we can kind of be aware. But I feel like we're really good at being aware. Yeah, definitely. And you brought up a good point with... It's new levels, new devils, yes. right? It's like as you start to increase your intuition, well, now all of a sudden, like you start to become more aware of how everybody's feeling towards you all of the time. That can make somebody go crazy. Yeah. Right? And it, may, it will make you want to like say something all the time too, which I wouldn't suggest doing that because then no. you're going to be saying shit all the time because oh, everybody, be we're, we're all human. So it's like someone's going to be sending you negative vibes, even if it's your best friend at some point or another. And it's up to you to figure out when to say something. I think the only way to like learn this is to experience it, to keep practicing it, and you'll feel what feels right to you. But I think that's a huge point to talk about is the more that you become spiritual or whatever, you raise your level of awareness, your intuition increases. Well, now you have this new awareness and, you know, before you know, I at the beginning when I started this journey of like increasing my self-awareness and I wasn't even aware of those terms, I was thinking, oh, it's going to get easier mm -hmm. as I do this, which in a lot of ways it does, but I didn't anticipate that it's actually going to get harder mm -hmm. in ways too. And you have to be willing to go through that and figure that out and create new boundaries around that for yourself or other people. So I think that's a huge point to talk about too. Yeah, like new expectations, like because this is something that's going to come up naturally. The other thing is, as you start to see your own stuff, you know, that's in the process thing, right? too, yeah. it's like all of a sudden you're like, oh shoot, like I was doing that for years and now it's coming right. up and it, there's a mirror of these people around me that are doing things that I don't like, like I'm past, like you think in your head, I'm past that point. Like yeah. I'm speaking up, I'm sharing my truth. I'm, you know, I'm putting myself out there and sharing it like this. And then when you have the opposite come to you and you start to see yourself from a different point, like another phase that you were in or part of that still lingering. You start to see some of your blind spots that are no longer blind spots now. Yeah. And you're like, damn, I suck again. <laughs> you know, that's how you feel at first. Human. You're like, you're like, yeah. whoa, I'm a human. Like, I have more stuff that I wasn't aware about. You know, I thought that I was working on all this, and it's like accepting that. That's the human part of you, and that's it's always gonna be that way. Even when you're 70 years old, 80, 90, 100, there's always gonna be something that comes out that we could always level up in. Exactly. That goes to our infinite potential. So it's yeah. actually a beautiful thing. It's like that. It's because yeah. we have infinite potential. It's true. We do. Now, the other thing that I want to bring up that's on the other side of this is. I want you to think about the people in your life right now and think about who are the people that I've noticed have had passive aggressive comments towards me. Maybe it was like, you know, a joke I'm putting in quotes and my grandma always says, it's never a joke. There's always truth to it. She always says that like nobody's ever just joking. There's always some truth to that. So I want you to think about that. And have you been one of those people that had like this thing in you, this like edge that came out like, and you said like a little dig or a passive aggressive comment and you're like, oh, it's just a joke. In effect of communication. It's because you're not communicating fully. That's your way to get that, that piece that you want to share that you can't do in a courageous way. It's like that easy, that easy dig to come out and like do a passive aggressive comment. And I've noticed that like, I'm so aware of this 
that I see it clearly. And I, I'm also aware of the beautiful things in different relationships yeah. too, but I'm very aware. And you know, when you call out and say, wait, what'd you mean by that? All of a sudden there's like a frozen sense of like, oh my gosh. That's a perfect question to ask with that. Instead like, wait, of like reacting you... with it, just like, wait, what do you mean by that? So I had a situation um, with someone that was like in a group and it was a spiritual group and we were talking about the internet and and someone said, Lindsay, I will say like you walk your talk, whatever you post. And the other person said, oh yeah, social media, like I'm sure I'm like, I, I'm, I'm typing while I'm in the bathroom. Yeah. And there was like this dig about, I'm typing when I'm walking up the stairs right after. And I didn't like that feeling. I felt it like in my being. You felt it that I was towards judged. you. You felt it, right? It was definitely like, without a yeah. doubt towards me. You know. It was judged. And I just, I'm like, wait, no, some people might think that, but no, no, that's not how it is. And I forget how the response came out, but I had to stop it in its tracks because it was almost like, you know, I don't like the word psychic attack because I feel like it sounds so... Um, but that's what it was. Dramatic to say psychic spiritual attack. Spiritual warfare. It, spiritual warfare is more of the thing that I would say. Because a psychic attack feels like it's like you have no control over it. Yeah. You do have control over everything. But I felt like it was like that spiritual warfare. Like I was getting put down by doing something and they didn't feel comfortable. They felt like it was too much. And it was shown to me. And it was by words and by a quote, like a joke. And it wasn't. So you have to be on your toes with these things because it's very important to, to know what you're surrounding yourself with because you might think it's all jokes, but in actuality, it's not. It's a deeper thing. And if it's a friend, you want to say, wait a second, hold on one second. Like, what did you mean by that? And right, and that's why some... that affected you too is because it was someone that was closer to you at the time. This was years ago. Yes. But that's so some things like you let slide and it's like, I'm a, that person's not even worth it. But when it's exactly. someone that's supposed to like love you and care about you and they're doing like weird shit, that wakes you up. It and, does. And, it, and, it really and I, I just want to add context to it because that's why it... No, that's true. Because like some things you let slide. You're not like, once again, you're not going to go and try to like battle everybody's and you'll be battling all the time there's always somebody that's going to be sending you sending you um, right and i feel like you have like just having this conversation too i don't think it's necessarily a guy and girl thing i'm not really quite sure and maybe we can have a deeper conversation another time but for me i'm highly sensitive in the way that my feelings get hurt you know if someone did that to you you'd probably be like screw that like whatever you know like you would probably have like this strong edge like you it wouldn't affect you yeah for me well, it stabbed it, me in a heart in the heart i'll, I'll say it, it does affect me but, but not i in think the same like way. with my friends like context of being someone that's close to me at the time i'm really good and i practice over the years to where it's really easy i just i am straight up with my friends i'm like wait what do you mean like let's yeah. talk about this real quick like i don't mind I controversy too, but i still get hurt well no no i know but it's like i feel like what you were saying is is like I'm good at that to where it doesn't impact impact me as much yeah. is because I learned how to just speak up right away in that moment. And back then, this was years ago when you were going through that, yeah. is when you weren't as good as at doing that. It was more like the people pleaser coming out in you. You're way better yeah, at there it was now. Part but it's like, I feel like if, if you just cut it, nip it in the butt right there, like there's been times with my friends over the years to where 
maybe they will say something that's, you know, joking around or whatever, but I feel the energy of it and I don't like the energy of it and I'll bring it up, you know, and then yeah. it kind of nips it in the butt there and they, they, they realize, wait, oh, he's not going to deal with this. It's like a way that you put your boundary out and true. You know, so I think that's part, that of it, part of it I as well. But in that situation, I was told, oh, it's just a joke. Like, I, ju I just do that. I do yeah. that with my family. So, yeah, true. So, but it still hurt my feelings because I felt like because I was connected to this person that I'm like, oh, she's been judging me the whole time. Yeah, because you felt it. Where was like I'm that like, kind of you know, sharing from my heart when I post on social media, I don't just do it just to do it. Like, I'm genuinely like, if I'm sharing something, it's vulnerable or it's something that I love, you know. So that kind of, that, that's very easy to kind of get stuck in with the hurt feelings. And that's something that I've been working on over the years, yeah. not taking it personal. So if you have people in your life where you're noticing this theme of not, like they don't feel comfortable sharing or there's some passive aggressive comments, like you have to kind of take a step back too and figure out like, is this draining my energy and how long am I putting up with it? Because for me personally, I've noticed and you've noticed with me is I keep people in my life. Like I never cut people off. Yeah. I don't. So it's almost like they weed themselves out of my life yeah. and they've hurt me along the way and then all of a sudden they're gone. Yeah. And it's like, I've been like, that third grade teacher, Lindsay, like, oh, I can see them as like a little girl or a little boy. And I just, I see the best in them, even though they, I call them out and say something, but I keep them around. So it's something that I've been aware of the past couple, past two to three years specifically. Well, one of the beautiful things about you is it's true. I live with you and I see it. I've seen it for 11 years. You see the best in people. And you always see the best in people, which is a double-edged sword if you're not aware of it. Yeah. And I think that's what you're alluding to. And I feel like a lot of people that listen to our podcast, a lot of the clients we work with are like this because, you know, they're healers, they're coaches, they're psychic mediums. So it's like they're trained, like they're seeing the best in people and they want to pull it out. And sometimes we just keep seeing that best, even though there's those red flags. Right. And I, and I feel like you're getting better. It's like as you I go through that experience... You start to recognize the different energies that are different with people and you're like, wait, that reminds me of yes. so and so who weeded themselves out and they start to do these red flags. So you, you start to pick up on those red flags. And it's not to say like not to see the best in people anymore, but it's like also be realistic too. And that's what this is about is uncomfortable conversations is about being realistic too. Some people think that if you share what you're struggling in or you share what you're upset with, then you're it's a weak person like you're using the law of attraction wrong because you're focusing you're yeah. not focusing on the positive in us you're you're fo it's like no we understand that in order to build a relationship and to go through that human side of ourselves because we're all human too it's part of the process you it have is. to go there you don't got to do it all day long but you have to at least enough oh, yeah, go there go crazy if you do and talk about it and work it out right in any relationship and i think that's what this is about exactly and that piece that you just said is when that's how i know now like i'll meet someone and i'm like oh i love this conversation it feels really good they might be like very charismatic and you they're magnetic magnetic people don't mean that they're good people right okay like we all have good in us but just so that with this conversation you have to be aware you can be magnetic, you could be charismatic, you could be cursing and think that people are real. That has nothing to do with Just anything. Just watch American and, Greed. 
<laughs> yeah, I know. Actually, yeah, that what's show. that? What's that guy in Britain? I just watched this documentary. Uh, Something Savile. It was a guy who was like a was popular he the DJ. Guy? He was a pop. Yeah. He, well, he was a popular DJ and talk show host. Um, I forget his name. I'm sure people will write in yeah. the comments. But he was very charismatic. He was helping. He was raising all this money, um, you know, for for uh, children hospitals and all of this stuff. And everybody loved him in Britain for 50 years. And then come to find oh, yes. out yeah, towards the end of about... his life, they realize there was a lot of dark secrets that this man was hiding. So it goes with what you're saying. Or watch American Greed. Yeah. You know, there's some people out there that can communicate really well and... You know, they seem charismatic and all that, but just, you know, keep your eye out on that too. Yeah. It's being aware, like, just because, like, you could be sitting watching us speak too, and like other people that are speaking, they have podcasts or doing different things online, but be aware of like integrity. Like, that's the most important thing. I'm all about integrity. And if someone's not honest with themselves, how can they be honest with you? Like, really, how can they be honest with you? So you have to really think about that. Um, but that conversation that you mentioned, that's one thing that I've switched over the years, seeing certain things kind of weed out of my life, like red flags that were given to me before. Um, and I avoided it because I just saw the best in people. When I notice people that I meet that, that are charismatic and magnetic and I, I enjoy their company, if I see like a little bit of something, they don't look like the person, but there's an energy in them that reminds me of a person that weeded themselves out of my life or that, that wasn't an integrity that I felt before. I'm like, oh, okay, this is interesting. So I know that's not for me. That doesn't align with my energy. It's okay to interact. It's okay to have compassion and, and have a conversation, but it doesn't mean that they need to be in my, my bubble, my circle. Because I really truly believe that you have to have people in your circle that are loving, supportive, um, and that you can have these honest conversations with. Like I'm thinking of one of my friends, I've talked about her before, and her and I, when we go out and hang out for coffee or do different things like indoor rock climbing, like we always have real conversations and we talk about different things. Like just, she's someone that no matter what, she will always do things in integrity. Always. She could disagree with you with the most exactly. whatever extreme, extreme but things. she knows your heart. She yeah, knows who you she are. Knows my and heart. I think that's what you're saying too is like have people around oh, yeah. you that like, are like that. They're the like, big know your heart, know your soul. You have to agree with everything. No. And the big topic, like just to be real, like I, I'm so sick of talking about it, but coronavirus, that's a big topic that's come up. Me and her have had a conversation. We have totally two different views. But we have respect for each other and love for each other enough to have a conversation. And that's why we're connected, you know? And you both are mature enough to like, that's to what you learn to like, look, hey, little Tommy in kindergarten, everybody's not going to agree with you when you grow up. Like so, you become an adult at some point to where it's like, that's okay. Like yeah. people don't, like with us being all the weird work that we do, which it's not weird to you all, but like psychic medium and all this stuff. We have people in our life that are like, what the hell? Like I have friends yeah. where it's like, they don't understand it. I still love them. They still love me. And that's okay. Yeah. Like, people are going to have, you know, different viewpoints and that's normal. It's about doing things with integrity and it's about having the conversations. If you start to notice that someone's coming at you in a way that doesn't resonate with you, it doesn't feel right, then have the conversation like, hey, 
it, how are you doing? Like, is everything okay? Like, what's happening? You know? Yeah, and here's the thing too, just to make this clear, we understand this is not an easy thing to do. Like, there's a reason why the majority of people avoid conflict. Like, this is challenging. It's easy as you get the momentum going and you learn it, but I feel like the world that we grew up in, it for some reason, unless it was just the world I grew up in, it, it nurtures you to where you do the opposite of this. Like you like avoid, so especially cute. men, like it's like you avoid talking yeah. about how you feel, all this stuff. So it's like you're nurtured to do it, which is why I feel like it's so challenging for a lot of people to have these hard conversations. So for your friends or the people that's in your life that they're not opening up, be gentle with them, be patient with them and lead by example, you know, like little by little. Like that's what I found too. Some people, they're not ready to go all in it, but maybe they might, yeah. you could go to the level that they could go to and then the next week or whatever. And you just kind of like, you're just patient. You're patient and with yourself because it's challenging and with other people. True, that's a good point. Yeah, cause I'm like on a whole nother level right now. Like, you know, thinking, this is a conversation that you have to well, have with your voices. It's caused yeah. a lot of pain over, over the, the years. Past three if you years. don't understand it, you're, and this is why we're making a podcast episode yeah. about it. But this is the thing: you can't have a conversation through text message. It's not the same. Yeah, you have to either be in person if you can, or use your voice and hear the person's tone mm -hmm. because tone is everything. You could be typing on text message. I did a whole master's paper on this. You can use the words "I'm okay." And text someone like, or like, wait, hold on. What was the things that I used? Um, whatever, or it's okay, or what was the other phrase? Um, there's different, I, I can't think on the spot. But Probably like sure. Sure. All these, these text messages could mean different things. Like, you know, so it depends on the tone and yeah. how you're getting it it's across. It's like, hey, so, I got tickets to the concert tonight. You want to go? Sounds good. Only sounds good. <laughs> you know, it's like you could take it a lot of different ways. No, like, I know. Or whatever. Or, or like, cool. or, or what's up? Like, it could be like, hey, what's up? Or what's up with you? You know, like you could take it in those two tones. So this is why, like, it's time to get off your phone, like texting or messaging right. and start if having the conversations on the phone, like this is like the biggest thing right. or get in person. Like I think social media has desensitized us in a way where we start to get out of our human mind and think that, you know, it's like cyberbullying. I remember yeah, when everyone had AIM, type and... you know, there was like different pranks that would go on like AIM instant messenger and stuff and like fake people that weren't even connected to you like could reach out you know, and, and say something because they weren't connected. I don't know how that happened, um, how that worked. But now social media, like you can say something to someone. And like, I was told I was a danger to society by someone. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And it hurt my feelings. Cause I'm like, I'm not a danger to society. I'm saying, use your intuition. And it really hurt my heart. And I'm like, would she say that to my face in person? Like Most this person not. that I didn't know, by the way. Um, would she say that to my face in person? Like, would it come out the same way? That aggressive feeling that came out. And of course, that's from message, like from a text. Like, would that come out the same way? So like, let's not get desensitized by social media. Like, let's be aware of the conversations and have the real conversations instead of taking the easy way out and not, you know, like, blocking or ghosting that's that's a common thing if someone doesn't want to deal with confrontation they ghost you they just yeah, true get rid of you 
It's like no conversation. It's like if you're close friends with them. If you don't know them, that's a whole different story. You know, if you're like not following someone on social media. But like when it comes to like friendships, have the conversations. Yeah. And you know, I feel like everybody listen, listening to this episode or watching it, like they're impasse. They're just like you and I. Yeah. To where I think they get it. Like, because you crave as an empath, you crave real. Because you already sense everybody's emotions. Like, you crave those deep conversations. Like, it, it's hard to have shallow, surface level conversations. So, For I think me, they it get is. it. I don't know about everyone, though. Like, I, empaths. I feel I like with empaths over and over, I hear it. You know, on the coaching calls and our masterminds, at our retreats, like our people we work with, the people that watch this and listen to it, like they crave those deep conversations. And that's what we're talking about too. It's why I love what I do with coaching. I love what we do with our retreats and our masterminds because it's a safe space to like just be real. Like what's going on inside and there's no filters. And it's just, there's something that's so freeing to that and so healing. Oh yeah, that's why I totally love what we do and I'm so grateful for everyone that shows up and they show up open-hearted because mm-hmm. they want the change. They, they know that in order to go to that next space, they have to be willing to share and that's why it's been so powerful you know, over the years with the groups that we've worked with. So the, the question that we wanna leave you with is, are there any things left on, like, on the table for you that like you haven't, shared and yeah think about right now think about something that's on your heart right now let's apply it to right now right now as you're listening to this whenever it is what's on your heart and soul where you're like oh i'm thinking of this person and it could be a handful of people to where it's like i've been wanting to have this conversation for a week for a year for 10 years for 20 years for 30 years with some people and it could be with uh, family members with friends whoever it is and Whatever you can do to start moving that energy. If you have to write a letter first, write the letter. Even if you don't send it, just get it out, write it out, start moving that energy and work your way up to where one by one you deal with the moment and go have that conversation. Take that person out to dinner, take them out to coffee and just speak from your heart and your soul and say, look, this has been on my heart for this many years or this many weeks and I feel like I have to talk about it right now. And and wanting to have that conversation is showing that you care. Yeah. If you don't have the conversation, you're not caring about yourself and showing care and love to yourself and you're you're not helping the other person either. The other thing, the last piece to that is it's important to do this for you. Like you can share this, but at the same time, don't be attached to what their result is gonna be because a conversation can't truly happen if one person is doing it. Like yeah. you can, you can share, but sometimes it's not going to come back. And it's sad to say that I wouldn't even think to say that if it didn't happen to me. But well, no, it will happen because everybody's not ready for this. Yeah. Like, you know, so you but, can't but push you, your you, journey on them. Right. You can't push it and shove it, but you could do your part. You could at least do your part. Yes. As you open up, the world will open up around you, right? You've heard that a lot of different totally. times. And, and that's, you'll start attracting part of more it. of it the people not, like you. Right. So. You will. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you liked it, leave a five-star review on iTunes. And remember, subscribe to our YouTube channel too. If you can think of anyone else that would love this episode, share it with them right now on social media or email. And remember, getting results is a process of learning, applying, and reflecting. Stay consistent and continue to grow every day.